Hey guys, welcome back to In The Zone. Giancarlo Alino here in this very special edition because I got a special guest over here from Vibe 105.5 FM here in Toronto, Aaron Zaretsky. Aaron, welcome to In The Zone. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me. How you doing today? I'm doing well. It's uh, cold outside, very oh. cold outside. Gotta love uh, our weather. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Can't wait to be in Florida right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, so I have Vibe here. Just uh, give our listeners a better idea of your role here. You're doing board ops right now for yes. the A team, right? The A team with show, Apollo. Yes. With Apollo what's, and Addo. What's board ops? And like, just explain it to us who don't know what board ops is. So, board op is pretty much the glue guy. They pretty much have, they're in charge of making sure that the mics are on and that iMedia touches on so that when I fire a track, it will play over the station, uh, you know, and also too, like you have to be alert, like I'd be very alert because, you know, if you mess up, you know, oh, like one little thing, <laughs> there's so many buttons, I right? so one little mistake and it could cause a big uh, mess, you know, but I've been doing Bora for a few years now, so I'm, you know, very comfortable with it and yeah. So you know. what's it like? Got Apollo there, he's got a, his own podcast with uh, No Better Nina here at mm -hmm. Vibe. So uh, what's that like doing the board ops? Because the music plays, and is it a talk show? Is it a music show? Um, it's a music and talk show. Um, so, like, there's talk segments where Apollo and Ada just talk maybe, like, a few minutes at a time. They also do the traffic. So I just pretty much have to transition from talk segments to the music, and then from the music, go to commercials. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's pretty much. <laughs> that's fun. So uh, speaking of fun. We got the Royal Rumble, which is one of the our favorite events on, in the zone and a lot of people's favorite events to watch. Even some people like it more than WrestleMania, which is surprising. They like the Rumble match. They like what yeah, it like offers. I find the Rumble match to be the best wrestling match yeah. that they have. And it's I like it's unpredictable. Like the 60 minutes, you don't know who's going to come out next. It's a surprise sometimes you see legends come back yep. and then sometimes you see people who you don't want to see in the match come <laughs> out. <laughs> and uh, like Vince McMahon in the past, he's actually won the Royal Rumble. Yes, <laughs> so, I know. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be yeah, like 20 years. Yeah. It was 20 years since that. Can you imagine <laughs> he comes out this year and wins a Rumble match? <laughs> yeah. Oldest man to win the Rumble. But uh, speaking of this Royal Rumble this year, I want to get your thoughts on like the past because it's some of uh, the most memorable events each year. So which Royal Rumble match is your favorite? So I've been watching WWE for quite a bit now, for almost about 20 years. Um, I would say the best Royal Rumble match I've seen was um, was in 2001. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and that was when he won his third Royal oh, yeah. Rumble, which is very impressive. It was, I think it was like three and four years um, for him, and it was just really incredible just to see, and like he had all these guys like you had Kane who was doing very well right you had like <laughs> and I also too what's funny about that one is that you had uh, Steve Blackman who was like a hardcore oh. <laughs> wrestler so when he went to the ring but right before he went into the ring he brought in all these weapons I so, remember so he brought in all these weapons into the ring so then it turned into like a hardcore <laughs> rumble match and I just remember like Kane was just take like a garbage can or can like, and just fucking eliminate people with all that <laughs> I think he eliminated like 11 guys I think it was yeah. most at the time just a layer. So then when Austin came in, he eliminated Kane and just like with a steel chair, him with a steel chair, like at Kurt Angle, at Triple H, had all these great wrestlers. And yeah, that was really stands out for me. 
Yeah, I also liked uh, Royal Rumble 02. So those are two back-to-back ones that are amazing because Royal Rumble 02, they had Undertaker come in. He was like one of the favorites. Mr. Perfect came back. Yes, and yeah. Austin was yeah. just cleaning house. And Maven from Tough Enough, after the Hardys came out, he eliminated The Undertaker. And that one was uh, a memorable moment, not for Maven because he got his head through a popcorn machine. But <laughs> <laughs> that was good. And uh, so... On top of that, too, because the Royal Rumble match isn't the only one on the card. There's also matches that really stick out. It's like title matches, non-title matches. What's your favorite non-Royal Rumble match? Favorite non-Royal Rumble match. Okay. Or matches. Or like matches. Which, yeah, like, yeah. what stuck out? Um, I'm just trying to think right now. Yeah, I think it was... Um, Yeah, it was like The Rock versus Mankind. I believe oh, it was yeah, at was the... Uh, 1999 Royal Rumble. Um, yeah, like them too, because they had a rivalry, like a big rivalry going on at that time. And seeing that match, like the chemistry that they had between the like within the ring, was absolutely incredible. Yeah, another one I like too with The Rock. Seems to have a lot like great chemistry with all these guys, like Ken Shamrock. And I was watching the '98 Rumble a few right. days ago, and my God, he was an ultimate heel when he needed to be, and then he could also be a baby face. He could just switch it. It's crazy. And when he faced Shamrock, they had the thing with the brass knuckles where he hit Shamrock yes, with it, yeah. and then Shamrock <laughs> goes nuts. He finds out that the brass knuckles are in his trunks. The referee changes the decision. He goes and just beats up all the referees, and then right. leads to their WrestleMania match. But another one that I you brought up Mankind, and at 2000's Royal Rumble, when him and Triple H had that street fight, yes. oh my yeah, god, I know that. That the thumbtacks, <laughs> like, the handcuffs, Mick Foley's crazy, and uh, for people who are listening to this who may not be wrestling fans, just type in Mick Foley and type in injuries that he's sustained in his career, it's, uh, it's a big list that yes. will go from here <laughs> down to Highway 7, so search him up. And, <laughs> and also, too, if you really want to see one of his better matches or one that he really takes a lot of punishment, 1998 Hell in a Cell, oh, yeah. King of the Ring versus Undertaker, I don't know how he survived. Yeah, I, don't I literally <laughs> don't know how he survived because you see him after he gets thrown off the Hell in a Cell. My God, like he took, <laughs> like he took a massive being like he had like... He, he went, you know, over the cell. He went through the cell, ended with a, you know, tooth up his nose, and I'm like that's like my god. You just see blood, then you see that picture of the camera zooming in on him. He has a tooth in his nose, and oh my god, the doctors yeah. are like coming out. He's still climbing up. I don't know how. It's like a crash yeah, I test. I know. Dummy. And Jim Ross. Jim Ross was incredible. Oh. Uh, shout out to him. Jim Ross was incredible on the microphone. <laughs> and now I see that. <laughs> He's right. dead. He killed him. Yeah, it's like, my God. <laughs> and what kind of gets lost in that is like he took all that beating. And then there was another match, a, um, a heavyweight title match, right, between Stone Cold Steve Austin and Kane. Yeah. And he ends up sh- interfering in that match. Oh, my God. That's and I'm like, how? <laughs> <laughs> how are you breathing? Like, exactly. what's the secret? <laughs> so um, we set our Royal Rumble moments from the past. But this year is going to be big because they have it in a stadium, in a baseball stadium mm-hmm. in Phoenix, Chase Arizona. Phil, yeah. yeah. So... A lot of people are going to be here. Maybe, I think it's good. Do you think this going forward, if they have it in a stadium, the Royal Rumble, or do you oh, like yeah, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I feel it's good because uh, Royal Rumble is the second biggest pay-per-view that they have behind yeah. WrestleMania. And you see now with WrestleMania, it's always in a football stadium, right, because it's so popular. So I think Royal Rumble, you know, like if they could get 40000 which they can, right, it's better than having an arena where you get 15000 yeah. right? So, you know, make the, they end up making more money. So I think it's a, 
you know, business-wise, right? For yeah. Biz- best for business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because for Vince McMahon, they, that business term, they, they have all these stadium shows now with the Saudi Arabia one, and then they had Australia, Super Showdown. Yeah. Do you like that? Do you think it maybe devalues WrestleMania by having it, all these stadium shows, or do you like that, that it's not in this intimate setting all the time with 15,000? It really makes WWE look even bigger than it is sometimes. Yeah, like I think in terms of the shows that they had in Saudi Arabia and Australia, I think those were just um, really shows like the global, how yeah. big it is globally, right? Because they're able to go to like an Australia, they have this big pay-per-view, they get over 70,000 people. Uh, but I don't think, I think it's just like a one-off. Maybe they'll have it maybe just one more time. But I think they just did that just to like, you, you go, okay, this is our first ever, you know, big time show in Australia. Let's make a good first impression. Yeah. Um, but then moving forward, if they would have more, then it kind of, I guess, loses value of it. But yeah, you know, they end up making money, right? And they had good yeah. matches, so it turned out to be pretty good. Well, well this year's special because uh, they've been teasing a lot about AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. Like, who's going to come out of this? Will AJ Styles go in the Rumble match? Like, what's your thoughts on Daniel Bryan's whole heel turn? Yeah, I know. His heel turn is very interesting. And um, what's interesting about it is that you would see guys, when they become heel, and then, you know, the week and the following week after, they just criticize the fans, you know, just do basically, right, that's the whole shtick, right? We criticize the fans, maybe for being overweight, or just the whole, like, oh, you know, why are you cheering for this guy? You should be cheering for me. I'm better than him, this and this and this. Um, But for Daniel Bryan, like, he really backs it up like he's not like a other wrestlers who would just basically talk about the fans you know being like why are you doing all this consumerist and why are you feeding <laughs> into all this uh you know like the whole the hype train right like buying all these products and like ruining the planet right and but like oh you know they don't really believe it personally but for daniel bryan like he really he believes like uh because a couple weeks ago we had that like that anti-fan promo oh, where he's yeah. basically <laughs> criticizing the people like oh you know like uh goes to a merchandise stand like where's my shirt oh yeah you don't have any but you have the H.A. Styles gloves you have the shirts <laughs> and you see these people and they show these like overweight Americans right and it's like oh you know you eat these hot dogs you know because it just you know cleanses like it just fills a void temporarily right and it's like yeah like, he really and he also talks about like straws like plastic straws because he but he really believes it right yeah. because he's totally he kind of like an activist right yeah. so his heel turn like when he does those <laughs> it's more of an activist where it's like you know i'm against you know plastic straws and all this consumption right because it's hurting our planet which it is right and he really believes that so it's not like oh you know i like fake or anything so that's why i find it very uh interesting his hill turn yeah another match that uh for a world title which we never really see this title on tv it's brock lesnar's universal title and braun Strowman, which is weird he gets injured and then he wasn't cleared to compete so right. they rode him out of it by having him throw the limo vince mcmahon staring at him like a principal <laughs> stares at a kid in elementary school and tells him yeah you're not going to be in the match now no braun you're not in it and braun Strowman looks like he's about to cry and uh then finn balor comes up takes the opportunity and now we see balor versus lesnar and yes. this match is interesting because they had brock lesnar and daniel bryan amazing match Brock Lesnar, AJ, another amazing match. So he's able to work with these smaller guys. What are your expectations for Brock Lesnar, Finn Balor? Okay, my expectations, I find that, like, Finn Balor, like, he, you know, he's going to put on a show. No doubt about that. But I just think Brock Lesnar is going to win uh, because of his style, like, you know, because he does a couple of German suplexes, right? Yeah. To uh, <laughs> West Finn Balor in Suplex City, he might not be able to recover. 
Um, and it's just interesting what they're doing with Lesnar, right? Because I thought, and Strowman too, yeah. Like, because I thought that Strowman would have won the heavyweight belt a few months ago. Like, uh, when Roman Reigns won the heavyweight belt, when he finally beat Brock Lesnar, I thought, okay, this is a point now where Roman Reigns is going to defend the belt every, you know, every week or couple weeks. Lesnar's going to go away, maybe go to UFC, do that again. But then when Roman Reigns, you know, had to relinquish the belt, yeah. I thought, okay, now it's Braun Strowman's time because, you know, he's been a monster among men. He's been absolutely dominant. Now it's the time for him to be the heavyweight champion. But it seems like they're just pushing it off. They're just delaying. They're just yeah. waiting and they're just waiting, uh, possibly maybe until WrestleMania, until, you know, because he could end up winning the Royal Rumble match and, you know, probably win the heavyweight belt at WrestleMania. But I thought the Royal Rumble for sure that, okay, they're going to fight him versus Lesnar. Let's see who wins. Uh, and then it's like, oh yeah, uh, Ben Corbin has to stick in, right? And yeah. then Les, and then you know, pisses off Strowman, and now Strowman's out of the heavyweight match. And um, yeah, I just think Lesnar's going to win. Finn Balor, like it will be a good match for sure. It's not going to be no five minute match, you yeah. know, like rock and so soccer yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I just think Strowman. I just, I just don't think that Finn Balor can beat Lesnar. I you think, think it that. would be a good surprise if, like, let's say he comes out as a demon Finn Balor and he beats Lesnar. Do you think that would uh, maybe go for a rematch, you think? Or if Finn Balor actually wins, would they yeah. push, like, someone else into this fresh new main event at WrestleMania? Well, I think if Finn Balor were to win, they would give Brock Lesnar another chance, probably at Elimination Chamber. Um, but, you know, I don't want to see Brock Lesnar's heavyweight belt. Like, I hope, right, yeah. that Finn Balor wins the belt because, you know, it's a new face. You know, he won the, you know, he was the first ever Universal Champion and never lost it, right, because he got injured. Um, but, yeah, I don't want to see Brock Lesnar win the heavyweight belt because it, it sucks, though, <laughs> how he just defends it once a month or once every few months. You know, like, the heavyweight belt should be defended every couple weeks or so, right, not yeah. just every three months, right? <laughs> So, uh, okay, so those are the two heavyweight uh, title matches. Now let's go to the Women's Royal Rumble. What are your thoughts on this match, and who's your favorite? Okay, my favorite to win, I'm going to go with Alexa Bliss. Oh, wow. I'm going to go with Alexa Bliss because um, on Monday Night Raw, she announced that, you know, she's healthy and that she, you know, entered herself into the Royal Rumble. Uh, yeah, I think she's going to win. Like, there are so many other great women wrestlers competing. You have uh, Charlotte, right? You have Charlotte. You have Nia Jax. You got Natalia. So it'll be interesting. And Bailey too, right? So, um, you know, they can all have a good chance as well. And, you know, Royal Rumbles, you also have surprise returns, right? Yeah. So uh, I was kind of thinking just about, oh, you know, who's going to be the returns this year, right? And you know, since in Arizona, the Bella Twins, since they're yeah. from Scottsdale, they could always make an appearance. I kind of personally want to see Trish Stratus. Uh, yeah, I think that's going to uh, be, be in the Royal yeah. Rumble match because now, even more so now, that Alexa Bliss, since she'll be in the Royal Rumble match, if Trish were to be in it, they could kind of pick up where they left off a yeah. few months ago, right? From uh, right because they were supposed to have a match at WWE Evolution, but then Alexa Bliss got hurt, which kind of ruined things. So that would be very interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Hopefully, but yeah, I think Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. Yeah, because this one is a little interesting because um, at TLC it was Oscar, Ronda, and no, Oscar, Charlotte, and Becky, and then Ronda, who's a Raw Women's Champ, comes out and costs Becky and Charlotte the match. Oscar wins. So after that, it got me thinking. I'm like, where is this going to go? Because they're on two separate brands. Right. Becky got her rematch. They all clearly don't like each other. So I'm thinking at the Royal Rumble, similar to, um, you know, 25 years ago, 1994, 
It was Bret Hart, Lex Luger. They both eliminated each other, and they both got the match at WrestleMania. Yes. I'm thinking, wow, let's commemorate that 25 years yeah, with yeah. a I special. I, know, I think I know what you're going to see. <laughs> we have yeah. Becky lose to Asuka. Some, like, someone screws her over. She beats up Carmella backstage, takes her 30 spot, enters the Rumble, and her and Charlotte eliminate each other. And Last they're two. yeah, they're go- both going to say, <laughs> we don't want Asuka. We both want to face Ronda. Ronda comes out. Okay, let's make it a triple threat. WrestleMania main event. What would you think if that were to happen? I think if that were to happen, that'd be excellent. That would be amazing to have because then both would be like, you know what? I, we won the Royal Rumble, so we're going to both go after Ronda Rousey <laughs> at WrestleMania. Then you have that triple threat match, which would be absolutely spectacular. Who would you like if you were to book it? Who should walk out of WrestleMania with the women's champion if that's a triple threat? If that's a triple threat match, Think Becky Lynch because this is her time because like she's very popular amongst the crowd and yeah she's just really good like she says the, she's the man and she you know she kind of proves it right <laughs> you see her beat up Charlotte and Oscar and all of this and I think she could really beat Ronda Rousey because you seem like Ronda Rousey she hasn't lost a singles match yeah. yet as a WWE wrestler uh, but I think Becky Lynch could definitely beat her. So, uh, speaking of the man, let's move over to the men. This Royal Rumble match and. Uh, same thing. Who is your favorite in this? Because this one is actually, what I like about this men's match, it's very unpredictable. Like, I'm going into this, like, I don't know who's going to win. There's, like, a lot of favorites. Like, Drew looks strong. Uh, Seth Rollins looks strong. Yeah. AJ's looked strong. If he goes into the match, he can make an argument there. Um, Braun so, Strowman ends up being the yeah, match. He's another, a favorite. So there's a lot of guys that actually look really threatening to this match. That you can, I, I wouldn't mind if they win. So who's your favorite and what would you like to see in this match, surprise-wise? Okay, so I think Braun Strowman's going to end up winning because I think he will fight Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania for the heavyweight belt. Um, and in terms of returns, you know, I think you might have like Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. And, you know, you could also have uh, a couple of NXT guys. Like, you could have uh, Lars Sullivan, which we haven't seen yet. We've yeah. seen all these new guys, but we haven't seen him yet. Velveteen Dream, he might be in the match. We'll see. And maybe a few others. Um, but, yeah, I think Kevin Owens, if he returns, you know, he's a favorite. Sami Zayn, you never know with him what he can do. And I know, like, every year you have these surprise returns, which which is something I like about Royal yeah. Rumble, right? And, these surprises uh, are fun. You yeah, don't know absolutely. who's going to come out and five, four, three, two, two one, one and then someone's <laughs> entrance you never heard in like 10 years they come out. It's, it's a fun time. Yeah. And I kind of have a theory about these Royal Rumble matches like uh, or something that I would really want to see. Uh, so like every year in these Royal Rumble matches, you always have like a few wrestlers that, you know, they're just there. They come in for a few minutes. They have zero chance of winning. Yeah. They're just there just to fill out the 30 wrestlers, right? Um, but what I would do is that since you have NXT and NXT is doing really well, why not have the 10 best wrestlers from Raw, SmackDown, and NXT who aren't the heavyweight champion and you have the best of the best in the 30-man Royal Rumble match? You also do the same for the women's side. So that way you have each... And so that each wrestler at least has some chance yeah. in winning instead of like, okay, this person is, has zero chance. They're just in it just to be for a couple minutes, right? Just maybe like some comic relief or whatever, just to yeah. laugh, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's what I would do. Just have 10 from each, best of the best, and, you know, see who wins. Yes, like your Braun Strowman pick. If he's in the match, if he's not, I don't know. I still like Drew McIntyre's chances. The way they made him look, especially when he lost to Seth Rollins, I think that really set the stage that he might eliminate him in the Rumble match. And for surprises, I wouldn't rule out The Rock coming back. 
The oh, Rock really? coming yeah. in because I, I know the plan before that was to have The Rock and Roman, but The Rock, uh, Roman like had to relinquish the title. He's sick, so I, I hope The Rock, even though he's, he was penciled in for that, he comes out if he wins. What all that would be cool, him and Brock, but not as a main event. But if uh, he yeah. does come back and someone eliminates him, maybe AJ Styles. Imagine right. if he were to eliminate him, what that would do for his career. That'd be cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's the and, Royal Rumble. And like for me, like you know this. Has like you know hardly any chance of happening, but I've been holding out. Hopefully for maybe like Stone Cold Steve Austin where oh, to come that'd be back. Cool. That'd be that cool. that would be awesome. <laughs> like I've been waiting that for years now just to see him. You know one more time Royal Rumble match. You know you know have a few more matches. Uh, but yeah, that would be something. And maybe Undertaker. Yeah, right? Undertaker that's another could one. always yeah. appear. Um. Shawn Michaels, right? Shawn yeah. Michaels, too, is always the one. And something to keep an eye on is that John Cena, right, who was supposed to be in the Royal Rumble match, might not happen now because he sustained an injury last week on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. So it'll be interesting if he can't go, who would take a spot? Maybe uh, imagine Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I don't know if those back surgeries will help him. Maybe they'll find a way to eliminate him, but that'd be pretty funny if Hogan were to come out. But looking on from Royal Rumble, let's. Uh, do you follow All Elite Wrestling? What they've been able to do? Um, I know that they had a pay per view a while back, which went over really well. But I haven't been really keeping an eye on, like you know, like a, on a weekly, yeah. on a weekly basis. So uh, yeah, All Elite. They had uh, the All In pay per view with all the indie guys back in September. Did really well, and then now they formed their own promotion, All Elite Wrestling. And I want to ask you about this name because he's a fellow Canadian. Chris Jericho jumped ship, and now he's a member. He's one of the big stars of All Elite Wrestling. Do you think a promotion like this with Chris Jericho like that, can they be a competitor to WWE in your opinion? Um, well, with Chris Jericho being part of AEW, that will help them gain more fans and more following, give them more buzz. Um, but in terms of being competitive to WWE, like I really, I don't think it's going to happen at all. Like I don't think there's any chance of that happening. Um, you know, now I'd be... I would hope that one day there will be a competitor equal enough to WWE to really compete, right? So yeah. you can kind of rekindle maybe from a Monday Night Wars. And have it have, entertaining, yeah. Have about 20 years ago, right? Because uh, WCW, they were like the only real competition WWE really had. And, and you've seen like during that Attitude Era, like how great Monday Night Raw would be and how great SmackDown would be in, in its early years. But since WCW folded, right, yeah. many years ago, WWE never really had that same competition, right? So I'd be hoping for something like that to happen, but AEW, they would need a lot. Like, it would take a lot of work just to be in WWE's ballpark. Yeah, and uh, even NXT's ballpark, because they just signed every single indie guy available. It's like, oh, you're an indie guy? All right, come on uh, NXT. We'll put you in the Performance Center. Just don't, like, sign anywhere else. They go up through their system, and... I don't know. Do you think competition will work right now? Like the market's a little different with the TV ratings and now everything's online streaming. Like, do you think a big network would take a chance on wrestling? Um, well, you see with Fox, yeah, right? You see with Fox, they have a new deal, right, with uh, SmackDown. So, you know, they're a major network and when SmackDown airs on Fox, 
uh, you know, SmackDown should end up being better, right? Like, be, you know what? Let's really make a good first impression. Let's try to gain, you know, more followers, right? Since we already have so many, but let's try and get more. <laughs> no right? comedy angles or people <laughs> peeing on robes and <laughs> yeah, and that and that will be well, also too, like Fox, right? Since they, you know, uh, ear basketball games, football games, yeah. regional hockey games, right? When they have SmackDown, they'll probably be like, you know, during an intermission or just during a game, right? Be like, hey, you know, there's just promo SmackDown, so they get like maybe more sport fans who yeah. aren't really wrestling fans you know they could attract more sport fans to wwe and then at the same time you know this partnership right wwe when they air smackdown they're announcing okay and being like hey you know we got fo- nfl football this sunday check it out or we got basketball or we got uh you know like a ufc right we yeah. got ufc so check it out so i'd be interesting to see and now too that um since wwe have their own network yeah they're kind of like, okay, we already have our own network, right? So let's just stick with that. Let's promote that or whatever. But there's definitely a market for sure. There's definitely a market for wrestling of how it's slowly to get, you know, better. And like, in terms of just the fans, like getting more and more fans, like there's definitely a market for that. And, and we'll see, you know, like it's kind of like a niche market, yeah. but it can definitely grow for sure. Let's hope that happens. So at least we have some uh, creative, some competition because competition like creates more jobs in the industry. Mm. It makes an entertaining product, a better product, and more fans will yeah. hopefully want and to I think tune right in. Right now, Dodie's biggest competition is NXT. Yeah, because I find that NXT has so many good young, talented wrestlers, and you know they gain a lot of followers too, right? And that's their biggest competition. I love to see, uh, like you know how if you have Survivor Series, right, where you have Raw versus Smack down who's the better brand i would just like to see if you have a survivor series or you just have maybe like a recurring rivalry where you have the wwe guys versus the nxt guys and see who's the better right because that that would be great for sure because then you have like the you know the established guys versus the young and up and coming guys right so i like to see that maybe it happens hopefully yeah speaking of nxt actually brought that that's a good point because they have a lot of stars like who's your favorite nxt star like that sticks out to you that you see can be money on the main roster as of right now, I think uh, Adam Cole. Adam Cole. Like, I'm a big Adam Cole fan because uh, I've seen him, like, you would see um, in the NXT War Games, right? He would be in those War Game matches and do really well. He's really good. Like, he really stands out. He's really good. Pete Dunne. Yeah. Pete Dunne's also good. And uh, Velveteen Dream. Yes. Like, I like my that God, guy. <laughs> Velveteen Dream. Like, he's a high flyer and he can be really good. Like, he can be definitely a future heavyweight champion in the WWE. And he's so young, too. I think he's 23 years old. Like, this guy's got the whole, like, he's built in from NXT since he was 19. Like, how many people can say that? It's crazy. And he's an actual character that WWE needs. They have so many guys like Seth Rollins and Balor. They'll go fly over the rope, do 10,000 super kicks. But Velveteen Dream's an actual character. That's what WWE needs now that The Undertaker is going to probably be leaving. (laughs) and. Fill that void with the Velveteen Dream. Like, you see dream. how with the women's, the whole women's revolution, yeah. right? You see, like, you know, you have Charlotte, Becky Lynch, Bailey, Sasha, all kind of, like, young, upcoming, and really injected new life into the women's division, yeah. right? And you see, for the men's division, it's more just, you know, older guys, established yeah. guys. And, you know, what they need right now is the Velveteen Dream and, you know, Ricochet and Pete Dunne and Adam Cole, like, just young, like a new young injection. Because you see, you know, many years ago, right, you have a young Dwayne Johnson, you have a young Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? Kurt Angle, a young Triple H, and they 
would go on and have very successful careers. Yeah. That's what the men's division need right now. Just a new, you know, new blood, so yeah. to speak. <laughs> I totally agree with that. And so, Aaron, before we close out this special interview on In The Zone, how can our listeners get a hold of you on social media? Yeah, so you could uh, follow me on Twitter at Aaron underscore sports. Uh, you could also follow me on Instagram at Aaron Zaretsky. That is Z-A-R-E-T-S-K-Y. And yeah, you know, I'm a wrestling fan, been a wrestling fan for about 20 years now. And um, yeah, if you like me, you could just follow me and, uh, you know, see what I have to say ongoing, right? About Royal Rumble, WWE, whole nine yards. And also, too, I'm a sports fan as well, right? So, yeah. like, if you like the Leafs, Raptors, uh, Blue Jays, you know, follow me. That's I'll... right. Aaron's your guy. <laughs> yeah, I'll and be when's, the guy. <laughs> when's the A team air for our listener? I might yes, want to check that out. For the A team, it is every Tuesday from 6 to 8 p.m. with hosts Apollo P and Ada O. And yeah, it's definitely play great music and they know their stuff man they really know their music stuff so give it a listen all right thanks a lot aaron for coming on and uh maybe we'll do this again in wrestlemania season yeah thanks for having me